What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Those Guys and Me. This is our very first official episode of the podcast. Uh, this is just a little something we wanted to get started with all this downtime we've got going on. Kind of originated from a somewhat pre-existing Instagram Live annual kind of thing. So here we are now. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm Todd. And I'm Aaron, and we will be your... Uh, I would assume permanent hosts of the show for most times. I'm leaving. Um, early, so. Okay. Um, yeah, we do plan on having some friends on, you know, just talking with the boys, uh, having a little chat, seeing what happens. Um, hopefully it'll be fun. Uh, hopefully it's not just a hassle and it's not enjoyable at all. But, uh, yeah. Um, I think that's about all of the business that needs to be attended to. Yeah, we basically just Unless want I this. Something. Basically, just want this podcast to be like pretty chill. You know, just talking about life. Uh, you know, maybe eventually webcams and other gameplay and stuff like that. But that'll all depend on the viewers and everything. So. Yeah. Also, hopefully into the summer, I'll be investing into a uh, like a proper desktop setup. For my own videos and videos with friends and stuff, and also for the podcast, just to have a better setup, make everything work easier. Yup, yup. All right, uh, so let's hop right into things. Uh, so, you know, our current life status right now, I guess, worldwide, uh, is the coronavirus. Uh, it's kind of weird to see everything like different. And, you know, uh, basically, everybody has to stay home. Basically, uh, you know. People Before you be. go any further, one of my first questions I was going to ask is, like, whenever this first started, like, how is it compared to what you thought it would be? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, personally, Not whenever they started talking about – yeah. Like, whenever they first started talking about it, I was like, okay, well, it's never going to get that bad. You know, like, we've had, like, bad flu outbreaks and school goes on. Yeah. And I was like, and if it does happen, you know, like, maybe an extra week of spring break, you know, the school won't push out any work. It won't be that bad. And, you know, now we're, like, over a month into it, right? Like, about a month in uh, since Yeah, about break. a month. I think just about for everybody. Even though we were a week late to spring break from everybody else, it's still been, like, a month. And so at this point, I'm just like, obviously, we're not going back to school at this point, right? Yeah. And so personally, um, it's just, like, a lot of downtime, you know? But you get your work done way faster, you know? It's not eight hours of work, like, being at school. It's, like, maybe two hours of consistent work, you know? Yeah, that's... I'd say that's for a, me, at least. I don't know about you. That's the probably the best aspect about it. I do miss the uh, social interaction at school, and, um, you know, it's harder to communicate with teachers and professors, uh, you know, just being at home and only through email yeah. and, you know... Well, see, yeah, it's like, you know, it's hard for students to communicate to teachers, like, you know. Yeah. But I know a lot of teachers are also just having a hard time getting their work out and stuff. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, I think it could be a struggle for people who don't have uh, access to Wi-Fi at home or, you know, don't have a laptop and everything. So it's definitely odd. Um, it, I, I, you know, when it first started, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But once people started, like, getting quarantined in China and, and you know, at airports and stuff and not being able to leave the country they were at or enter America and not be able to leave the quarantine for a week or two, I was like, ah, this is going to mm -hmm. get big. Uh, obviously, I didn't expect toilet paper <laughs> to go off the shelves uh you know i was thinking yeah, like canned when food that happened i realized like something was happening like weeks before i remember me and todd 
You know, I don't even know. Like Todd, why did you why did you even decide that we were gonna go out and buy some food? I'm a prepper dog. Yeah, it <laughs> it, it, it just sounded like a fun idea. Like we were watching some prepping videos late at night. We'd be like, hey, maybe you know, we should go buy some stuff in case it got really bad. And it hasn't even gotten there yet. And it would take a whole lot for it to even get there. You know what I'm saying? Like we would have to have like a pandemic on top of like some world war yeah in order for it to get like that bad like food's still available and stuff and it's being handled decently but yeah like we went out and bought all that stuff and we were like haha better safe than sorry yeah and then it got to like for a while there it was like oh we might have to dig into the canned shredded chicken stash yeah and honestly that's what i expected to go first i expected canned food like pasta like you know like stuff that you can save like uh Mm -hmm. you know like box mac and cheese you know like freezer stuff i never expected it to be like Toilet yeah, paper, toilet paper and was paper towels. The I understand the Germex, thing. but like still. Yeah, see, I I understood when hand sanitizer went, but the thing was, toilet paper went before all the hand sanitizers and like disinfectant yeah. wipes and People stuff. People retarded. Yeah, I I didn't quite understand that, but like you know, whatever floats mm-hmm. your boat, I guess. Whatever makes you feel safer during the whole thing. Um, yeah. You know, I what I thought was really cool was like, uh, well, not really cool. Think about like the the movie industry. It's it's probably you know businesses and companies are probably losing so much money over that. Like think about the movie theaters that can't have people there, and how everything's yeah, pushed to online streaming mm-hmm. now. Like new movies are being released on Fandango now and Amazon Prime and all sorts of things. It's just it's insane. Yeah, like I don't I don't remember what movie it was, but some movie they're like, hey, we're gonna be releasing this to Disney Plus or whatever, and you oh, guys onward? can watch it. I'm- yeah, 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 Onward, because that came out super early, you know? Yeah. Onward came out, and then I guess it was literally like a month later, and it's already out on streaming services and stuff. But I just wonder, like, obviously you have all your theaters and stuff. They're all closed. They can't get any sort of business. And then, like, the actual filming industry, they can't do any filming for yeah. the most part, I would assume. And so, you know, I was thinking, like, I really hope, you know, like the famous actors and stuff. I mean, obviously anybody who's highly successful, you know, in the entertainment branch is going to have a lot of money stored away. But yeah. just like for like people, like say like I would have been a couple years older and already like trying to like, you know, make it in like mm. acting or whatever, I would be like screwed right now. Yeah, I don't and know what I would do. Like, uh, it's just crazy to see it. Like all these films are going to be pushed back and like, you know, uh, a lot of entertainment is doing cool things with it. Like I've seen people giving away, like you know, you can you know use our service for free for the next few months, or like you know stuff like that. That stuff is cool because they're like keeping the people entertained with their services, but they understand what we're going through and that we can't leave. And some people uh, don't have jobs right now and they can't make money. And so it's really cool to see the entertainment industry really branching. I wouldn't say branching out, but like just the way that they're supporting during this uh, pandemic mm-hmm. i'm looking up um how many people have filed for unemployment so far yeah um it's up by 6.6 million as of three days ago 6.6 million americans filed for unemployment benefits last week that's insane so um So, you know, like, theme parks are closed right now, and obviously (laughs) Disney World, Disneyland, Six Flags. Uh, I was looking at it the other day, you know, because, you know, I find this stuff interesting. I like to, you know, read about it and everything. Uh, Disney, uh, Disneyland 
is actually losing 20 to 30 million dollars every single day what yeah it's how but they're not even like maintaining everything you know well yeah but like it's it's the money that they're not getting you know because it's a it's a Mm -hmm. year-long park like People move in and out every day of that park, and just like without the people coming in, they, it, there's no money in flow. Yeah, I get that. It's just crazy, like to think that there would ever be a time where you can't go watch a movie or go sit down and eat, or you know, go to go to a theme park, like go to Six Flags over the weekend or something. Because you know that's something that we regularly do. I mean, because it's just right there in Arlington, so it's it's just mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like when all this started, I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll, you know, get my schoolwork done and then find ways to go do stuff with friends, even though a lot of stuff was closed. And then it got yeah. to the point where you can't even hang out with your friends, so yeah. it's not even a matter of finding something to do. It's finding a matter of something to do inside on your own. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just kind of crazy what's all, what all's going on right now. But how is so, it How uh, is it affecting... I say it's like affected work for you, yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's just really slow. I mean, not really slow, but it's just slower. Are you like they cut your hours, didn't they? Uh, yeah, working like forty-two and a half. And what were you working before? Forty-seven and a half. Oh, okay. So not not I'm like just getting a big... off like an hour. I'm getting off an hour earlier. Yeah. Than normally do. Yeah, that's 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 also crazy because you know even though it's. It's a few less hours. It's like that's a lot of money that you could be making over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazon. Amazon has a lot of like job openings right now from home because you know. They, oh wait, really? Yeah, they they uh, need people and like they have a lot of jobs offering for like at home for people, but they also need like people who are still willing to deliver because people have been quitting and. You know, some I've heard that there was a strike going on. I don't know how true that is. That was a Facebook article. There was a strike going mm-hmm. on because they wanted better conditions. Because you know they're going out in this pandemic every day. They still have to deliver stuff because you know we can't go anywhere. And you know that's just crazy. They they need more staff than they have right now. Oh geez, I just saw. Um, Damn. The Amazon warehouse in Dallas is. Um, posting an application for warehouse workers. Start as soon as seven days, no resume or previous work experience required. Gosh. Mm. Not even a resume. And they're paying 15 to 17 an hour. That's insane. Yeah, but you got to work, like, really hard, though. Yeah, yeah. there was a thing a while back about, like, people being, not mistreated, but, like, there was, like, not proper like facilities for all the workers. Yeah, like Amazon was under fire for that a while ago. It was like they were talking about like someone worked there, and it's like they always say like, you can't go to the bathroom while you work there. Yeah, you, yeah. Wow. you, have, to meet, you have to meet your work. But they quota. give you such a high quota that you can't really. You might be able to go like once in the day, in yeah. your whole day, and everybody's working like ten to twelve hours. So like nonstop. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, so Trump said an interesting thing, thing the other day, not to get political or anything, but, uh, not to be political or anything, maybe <laughs> he said, uh, he said something along the lines of he believes handshakes are going to become a thing of the past because, you know, everything that's going on, this is our new reality. This is our new real world. 
it's you know I feel like it's going to be hard to come back to rea- reality. But do you do you agree with that? Do you think handshakes will become a thing of the past? Do you think it'll be, always be like elbow to elbow or like you know? No. No. I mean, maybe no. you know, for a decent amount of time, like even after this is over, I'm sure you know will still be because what i was thinking is you know as soon as we like reach like the as soon as we flatten the curve or whatever you know like everybody's talking about we're still gonna have to like i'm just wondering what their plan is for as soon as our cases start going down and everything's dropping or let's say like you know like we got it super low like everybody's you know no one's getting infected anymore how much longer after that are we allowed to go back out because if we go back out right after everything drops it's just going to go back up yeah, and I, I don't think it's ever going to go away. I think it's going to be like the new influenza. I think it's going to be always around. Uh, eventually, I hope we'll have a um, vaccination or something along those lines. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think it could take a little while to get back into our norm. Now, I don't think handshakes are going away. Uh, that's just like a sign of respect, I feel like. And that's something you do when you meet somebody or you say hi to a friend. I mean, I do it all the time. Like, you know, at school and stuff, I'm like, hey, shake people's hands, you know. I don't – it's too regular, I think, for it to just be left in the past. Yeah. Also, like, I feel like even if it was, like, a crucial thing to never, ever shake anybody's hand again, like, the chances of that actually being enforced is, like, none because yeah. everybody's going to be touching hands no matter what. There's yeah. not really a whole lot you can do to stop that. You know, like high Unless fives, fist everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Put everybody in boxing gloves. There, there was a story, I, I was listening to a podcast and heard it, a guy was like uh, using uh, magnets to where he would try to, uh, when he put his hand to his face, uh, he had magnets on some machine or whatever, and when he put his hand close to his face, it would beep, so it wouldn't, uh, like, he wouldn't touch his face with all this going on. Well, it ended up not working, so he started playing with the magnets, and he put one up his nose, <laughs> and what? He, he was like, he put them in his nose, and they like got stuck together. <laughs> and it was like some of those super magnets, so you know you can't just get those oh, like get the, those apart. Yodia magnets, or whatever. yeah. And he couldn't get them apart, <laughs> so he put more magnets up <laughs> to try and get the magnets like apart, and they ended up all getting stuck up there. So we had to go to the hospital, mm. and I don't know what ended up happening at the hospital, but I just <laughs> think that was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, I- don't know what you would do if you had magnets stuck together, like, inside the bridge of your nose. Yeah. Not to change the subject or anything, but I'm going to change the subject because, you know, I'm sure everybody's tired of hearing about the coronavirus. Everybody has already clicked off of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, at this point. Um, so, do you guys do anything for Easter or, like, celebrate in any way or, you know? Yeah, we had our, we had our family over. Yeah. Know, not, you know, a lot of family, but we just had I lost, like, yeah. 10 my bucks. mom's side of the family. Yeah. In what? Play some baseball. You lost ten bucks in baseball. No. Oh, how'd you lose ten bucks? Left, right, center. Yeah. It's a dice game. You basically just put in like a little bit of money. We usually play with quarters. Yeah. And everybody bets like uh, a dollar in quarters or seventy-five cents or something. And basically, I don't know if it's always the same numbers, but uh, the way we do it is like. Everybody has four quarters, and if you – oh, geez, I don't even remember talking about it. You, you roll three dice, right? Oh, no, yeah, you have three quarters, and you roll three dice. And if you get a four, you pass left, and a two, you pass right, or the other way around, you pass one quarter Whoa. for each. Too far. 
Is it not four and two and five? Four, five, six. Oh, four, five, and six. Okay. So, you, so you lost ten bucks to your family at a like in a game. Yeah. Yes. Who won the and ten bucks? The they well everybody well, put it's not in just ten bucks. bucks. Oh, okay. So okay. there was like fifty something in the middle. Oh dang. Yeah. And our our eight our eight. with fifty bucks. Yeah. Good fifty-six dollars. That's that's insane. I was uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Um. I don't recall. What did you guys do? I know you said you had a couple people over. Uh, we had uh, so my family we do like a like a Easter egg hunt, but like since we're older, you know, we we have like money eggs. So it's not about like oh I'm gonna go find this candy. It's like oh where's the money? Uh, so mm -hmm. that always gets pretty intense. Uh, it was me and my two siblings, and uh, you know, uh, jo my little brother Joshua got really mad at one time. Uh, he went in the house because he only found uh, like twenty bucks. And, uh, uh, me and my sister found quite a bit, uh, but it was, it was pretty insane. There was some, uh, yelling and some leaving the whole egg hunt and then some crying. So it was pretty crazy. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, re I remembered what, uh, I was going to say is, um, I mean, something we've been doing when we get bored is we'll just like go drive around town and we'll like drive down to the, the, uh, the lake. Yeah. And then just kind of like. Park the truck and chill. Yeah. But there's signs up at the lake now that say um, there's a six-foot distancing guidelines in place. Like, if you go with anybody, you just remain six feet apart. But you can go with anybody who's a member of your family or living in your house. But it says the gathering of anybody that's, like, not a direct – not a member of family or someone living in your house is, like, absolutely prohibited. So I wonder – what like the enforcement is on that yeah i wonder if yeah. they actually are enforcing that or like you know i know there's a number yeah. you can call for it uh um, oh, really yeah is there's a the corona hotline yeah uh i don't know if they're still enforcing that i don't know if they can arrest over that you know it's just kind of crazy to see mm -hmm. all these new new rules and stuff in our daily lives yeah uh yeah that's what we've been doing doing too uh we me and my girlfriend went driving the other day and, uh, you know, just because we wanted to get out of the house, we've been stuck in there for three days. And um, mm -hmm. we went around driving, and uh, we drove some back roads and stuff, and then we decided we'd go out to my deer lease. And uh, we drove through our normal trail, and I drive a Jeep, and uh, we went to the back, and then we uh, went, went to go look at the pond, see how high it was, and then it started to rain. So we went back to the Jeep, and we turned around, <laughs> and I started driving through my normal path, and... I guess I had just driven it so many times that the ruts just got extremely deep and they were full of mud and water because it had been raining the past few days and I totally high-centered in my Jeep. Couldn't move. Uh, in the process, we got two other Jeeps stuck and then I... I didn't even know that. Yeah, I got uh, I got uh, my dad's Jeep truck stuck and then uh, my uncle's and then uh, we ended up having to call my other uncle and he came out there with a winch and just yanked all three of us out uh, I got stuck again he had to pull me right back out and he got stuck so he had to pull his jeep out it was just it was a whole mess but uh, now I'm buying a winch yeah nice you're getting a smitty built winch, winch right yeah it's uh, 9500 pounds so. nice yeah as soon as we talked about that my phone gave me a I was watching YouTube and I got an ad 
for uh, some deal on uh, Smitty Belt gear. <laughs> so I don't know what the coincidence Shut of that up. is. Yeah, uh, like, our, our dad is big on, uh, you know, like, everything's listening to you. Yeah. I'm not really sure why that matters. But he's like, you know, uh, when you do that, you're giving your phone permission to listen to you. I'm like, well, they're listening no matter what. Yeah. Matter. <laughs> they're selling my information overseas. Yeah, that's why we get the random sales callers, obviously. <laughs> they're like, hello, my friend. I'm calling about your uh, 2400 Civic, my friend. Oh, man. Um, so I have a story. Okay. Um, my brother right. today, we were looking at pictures like family and stuff. And, uh, oh. <laughs> uh, my brother looks exactly like my uncle. And so, uncle, uncle, my uncle Tim. Okay. So I think it was a year, maybe two years ago. Um, he would not stop talking about how much he looked like my Uncle Tim. Like, constantly, constantly. He was like, yeah, I look like Uncle Tim, you know. Which, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, he was, I don't know. I remember just, him saying that. Yeah, he said it all the time. And he was just, like, super proud of it. Well, like, it got to the point where it was just annoying. Like, not that I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. Like, I look just like my dad. I don't look like that side of the family. I'm Like, it wasn't, like, jealousy. It was just like, oh, my yeah. gosh, shut up. This is annoying. Yeah, it's like, okay, we, we get it. But, uh. So, <laughs> I get the bright idea, because my uncle lived with us his senior year of high school, because mm-hmm. his parents moved, um, and we lived in the same town, and so he decided to live with us his senior year, and so he could graduate from Franklin, <laughs> and uh, so I had the bright idea, I'm like, I'm going to like convince Joshua that Tim's his dad. <laughs> And, what? Yeah, so my other cousin Michael was there, and I'm like, well, yeah, it makes sense. And he just kind of pauses, and he was like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, never mind. And he was like, no, what do you mean? I was like, well, I was like, it just makes sense that you look like Tim. And he was like, well, what do you mean it makes sense that I look like Tim? And I was like, well, I was like, I'm really not supposed to tell you. And he was like, what? What, what do you mean you're not supposed to tell me? And I was like, Joshua. I'm going to tell you this. He was like, I was like, because I think you're old enough. I was like, but you don't need to tell mom and dad. You don't need to tell anybody. But you're you're Tim's kid. And Joshua was like, haha, funny. And I was like, no, I'm serious. I was like, senior year of high school, uh, Tim had a kid. And mom and dad didn't want uh, our grandparents knowing because, uh, you know, that would look bad on them. So, mm-hmm. uh they just adopted you and pretended like you were mom's kid. And mom went through a fake pregnancy and everything in the hospital the same day that they had the kid. <laughs> and and then you were just mom and dad's kid from then on. And Joshua was like, ha-ha. But it was like a more nervous ha-ha. Well, then my cousin, yeah. my cousin Michael comes and chimes in. And, he, and, like, at this point, he's fully convinced. Like, Michael does his spiel on it and he was like I can't believe you told him Joe Braden you weren't supposed to do that Josh was freaking out like we had him in tears and mom and dad were gone and so this kid's crying and he's just like what I I just so and he didn't he didn't have his phone and so he couldn't text mom and dad or anything and we're just like getting on and on and on and on on him well mom and dad get home and he's in the living room just bawling his eyes out sitting on the couch <laughs> and they walk in and they're like what's wrong and he's like you lied to me <laughs> <And> they, <laughs> they, 
they were like, what do you mean? And he was like, you never told me. And they were like, what are you talking about? He's like, I know I'm Tim's kid. And he like ran, he ran out of the room and like slams his door. Well, they like go in there and they're like, Joshua, what are you, what are you talking about? And he was like, Joe Brayden told me everything. And Michael did too. He was like, he told me how Tim, Tim had this kid with this girl in high school and how y'all didn't want Marty and Papa B to know because y'all didn't want to look bad, so y'all just adopted me and faked the pregnancy. And like, and, okay, and here's the thing. Joshua had memories of Tim while he was a senior because Joshua was three years old at that point. But Damn. totally, totally went over his head. Uh but yeah, he was like totally convinced, and mom finally calmed him down. They explained that I was, you know, pulling a mean prank because I'm an awful big brother. <laughs> and then that's when his phone starts ringing. So mm-hmm. he goes and looks at it, and he doesn't have this number, and he answers it. Uncle Tim picks up the phone. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who told Tim. I don't know who like got him in on it, but he answers the phone. Josh was like, "Hello," like you know, still like sucking up tears and everything. And Tim, just, hi, son. <laughs> and and uh, Joshua just breaks down again, and he, like, hangs up the phone, and he's just, because he, Tim's like, they finally told you, da-da-da-da-da. Oh and he, he, like, hangs up the phone, he's, like, crying. And, like, they finally got him calmed down again. They all explained it was a joke. Tim told him it was a joke. But, like, you can see, you can still see that, like, that, still makes him nervous every time he hears about it like every time we go to like a family thing yeah like we've totally joshua just doubts it now yeah no he he definitely does because every time we go to a family thing tim's like what's up son and then joshua's like haha hey dad and then he's like (laughs) nothing no no other conversation after that like you know a few hours later he'll start talking again but like he just like he still doubts it i think and it's super Mm. funny but super jacked up so Y'all That's messing him up psychologically. Yeah, he, he no, doesn't know what to I bet, think. I bet Michael chiming in made it so much like more believable. Yeah, and like at first I thought Michael was mad at me for making the joke. And because mm-hmm. he was like all serious and he was like, Joe Brayden and he was like, I can't believe you tell him But he was just a really good actor. <laughs> yeah. Like we faked him off real hard, which is not my little brother's extremely gullible. Like I'm sure throughout the future of this podcast I'll have extremely funny stories to tell you. But you know, that's just that's just him, and I love the kid. But Michael was also just going hard in the paint. Just trying to oh yeah, it. Michael. Michael's like that. He's like fully on board with everything. So yeah, okay. It was a. Uh, I was thinking of a. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking of another kind of funny thing is whenever we got a boat stuck in the front yard, Cole's boat. Oh, the van. Yeah, twelve feet in our neighbor's yard. So. Uh, <laughs> We had we had some friends over, and we were all hanging out in my friend Cole's van. He's got a minivan. It's a 2009 Honda Odyssey. This thing is a boat on wheels, right? And anytime we kind of hang out, so we're not being loud inside, we'll go sit in the van. And we all hang out in there until we're ready to go to bed. And so we have it pulled into my driveway, but it's blocking my dad's truck. And my dad needs to get out for work in the morning, so I'm like, okay, Cole – Let's move your van so that way we don't have to do it in the morning. And Wasn't this at like? We'll just... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was super late. But Cole was like, "No, I'll just, I'll just wait till the morning. I don't want to start it up and stuff." So I was like, "Okay, whatever. If you say so." 
And so we all go to sleep, and 6 o'clock rolls around, and my dad wakes me up, and he goes, hey, you need to get Cole's van out of the driveway. And I go, yes, sir. So I get Cole up. We grab his keys. Cole backs out, pulls the van uh, on the side of the road against our house. Like, uh, anytime people come over, we'll have a... you know, it'd be best if everybody could park. Everybody could park in the driveway, but usually, you know, my dad has to get up for work in the morning, or someone's got to go do something. So everybody parks on the side of the road, and we don't live in like a concrete neighborhood or anything. It's just an asphalt road, and then neighborhoods, and like the driveway is the only thing that's concrete, and the rest of it is grass, and it's on a slope because there are um, there's rain ditches that run through everybody's front yard. So it's on a slope, and it's kind of gravelly and muddy, and it had been raining, and he pulls his van in. And he was going to pull forward like a little bit into our neighbor's yard and then back up straight with the road. But he pulls it forward about like 12 – no, it, okay, he only started out a few feet in our neighbor's yard, okay? And he puts in a reverse, and this van is front-wheel drive. So the backside, which is closer to the road, you know, the more stable part, has no traction. So it's only pushing with the front, which is sunk into the mud. And so he puts it in reverse. And it starts slipping, and I'm like, okay, Cole, we're going to have to call it. And he's like, yeah, whatever, blah, 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 it's stuck. We go back in. Everybody goes back to sleep. Everybody's leaving in the morning. My other friend gets up. He has to go pick up his mom. And then um, I wake up, and um, Joe, I think you came in, and you said, hey, Cole's van stuck. Yeah, I got a call from him. I don't know. Yeah, I woke up and checked that I had two missed calls from Cole, and I thought maybe – he left something in the house, but they were like 10 minutes ago. So I was like, okay, he realized I wasn't going to wake up, and he went ahead and went home. And then Joe says, hey, Cole's van is stuck in the front yard. And I'm like, no, are you serious? And I'm thinking, okay, we'll just pull it out, and my parents will be upset at me because there's ruts in the front yard. But I go out there, and Cole has managed to sink his van, this like 18-ton van, into our neighbor's front yard like 16 feet into their yard. <laughs> and not only was he into their into our neighbor's yard, his tires were aimed for his front door, like our neighbor's bedroom window. Like Cole's plan was to just drive through his house for yeah. whatever reason. These trenches looked like they were made no, in World War One. Like yeah, for like guerrilla warfare. <laughs> and it looked like just an absolute trench warfare scene. Okay, <laughs> And he... He swears that he barely pushed the gas and tried to make it out, but he was only, like, I'd say at most, like, six feet into the neighbor's yard whenever he first parked, and he realized it was slipping. And, you know, at first I was like, okay, it'll be drier in the morning, and he'll have, like, set in so he can just roll out of the divot, you know? Yeah. But for whatever reason, I come outside, and this dude has, instead of trying to back up onto the road where there is more traction— I guess his plan was to drive through the neighbor's yard and onto the road and go around the cul-de-sac. And so he's just stuck, and he, he had been spinning out in the neighbor's yard, and it was pretty obvious that he hadn't had traction for a while and was just sliding <laughs> through the mud. Uh, I just picture like him calling both of us and neither of us answering. <laughs> he's sitting there, and he's like... Maybe I should just go a little more. And then that next it's ten minutes, come unstuck. yeah, the next yeah, ten minutes, he just picked up the phone. In that ten minutes, maybe he wouldn't have been like <laughs> yeah. twelve feet in the neighbor's yard. Just gas it. Been eight. He had to yeah. have been gassing it. That thing is so heavy. He that thing pulled through the front yard. Okay. <laughs> and I'm kind of surprised that thing might be off-road capable now. Okay. <laughs> but so that happens, and I'm like, ah, we got to get this out, and so. 
um, Joe, you know, Joe has his Jeep, and that's got four-wheel drive. And so, like, okay, we'll just pull him out. And Joe's in the mud, too, but Joe just kind of spins a little bit and gets out, and it's it's completely fine. And so at first I'm like, okay, I don't have any toe straps. Or there were some toe straps, but I didn't want to risk, you know, one snapping for whatever reason in case they were old. And so I go grab one of my dad's old toe chains for his old truck. This giant, beefy toe chain, okay? And uh, I bring it back up, and, you know, we we hook it up to the front of Joe's Jeep, which wasn't a very good connection anyways, but we got it to stay. And then we're looking at the bottom. Yeah, he hooked it straight up to the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, And we're like, and the ground is muddy, so we're like, okay, we're not going to lay on the ground and hook this van up. You're going to do it, Cole. We're not getting on the ground and getting muddy because you got your van stuck. And so Cole goes, okay. And Cole grabs the other end of the tow chain, and he's looking around, and he's like, I don't see anywhere to, you know, I don't see anywhere to hitch it. And I'm like, you don't have any tow hitches? And I don't know, like most vehicles don't really have a tow hitch on the back, you know, like my truck has two tow points on the front. Yeah. It doesn't have any tow hitches on the back, but there's very many places to latch on the back of my truck, you know. There's a lot of open space to just throw something in there and yank it. Yeah. But this van, the bottom of his van, almost the whole thing has a plastic cover on the bottom. Like a big plastic skid plate that lines the entire bottom except for the axles and like the drive shaft. And so all you can see is the axles and Cole goes, hmm. And we see him just hook it onto something. <laughs> and we're like, um, okay. He's like, yeah, that'll work. And I look and it's just hanging on the axle. I think my the axle. I think and my only I'm not words sure were. You got it on there. <laughs> yeah, Joe. My only words were, if I screw this up, it's your fault. <laughs> and it was scary because there's nowhere except for the middle of Cole's axle because there was like a little metal tab sticking out, and the chain wasn't looped through it. The chain wasn't tied onto it. The chain was just hooked around <laughs> it. And so. Did you, you didn't have to pull them four low, didn't you? You just had to. No, I was four. I was four low. That thing was a behemoth. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But luckily, you had the traction of the road. I I guarantee you, if you were down in the mud, we would have had two stuck vehicles. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have got stuck, but I wouldn't have been able to pull them out for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You would have had to unhook and get yourself out. Yeah. But we hook up and we start pulling Cole's van by the rear axle. Okay, and first of all, Cole goes, "All right." What did Cole say? I'll leave it in neutral? No, yeah, he goes, he, he didn't say anything at first. Oh, I thought he said he was leaving it in park. He was just like, yeah, yeah he wanted to leave it in park at first, that's right, that's right. He wanted to leave it in park, and he hops in his van, we're like, Cole, are you going to put it in reverse? And he goes, yeah, I guess that's a good idea. And we're like, what? And so Cole hops in, and he's going in reverse with Joe. Wait, he like, first well, he rest- puts it in reverse, but doesn't touch the gas, and my little yeah, yeah. two-door Jeep is trying to pull it out. And we're like, Cole, please, and so... Cole finally puts some gas on it, so, you know, there's not as much resistance, and they start pulling it out, but Cole does not turn with Joe. <laughs> Cole is just going straight back, and Cole is, Joe is pulling Cole at, like, a 45-degree angle out of the, out of the driveway. <laughs> I don't even remember when he started turning, but he started turning so late. Aaron started yelling. <laughs> I, I was like, Cole, turn it, please. Ugh, <laughs> uh, and then... That happened. We got it out. Oh, we heard a pop come from Cole's real yeah. axle. <laughs> and that's when we said, Cole, if this breaks, it is not our fault. <laughs> like, and I was like, what if he starts driving and we see that his axle is not in one piece? <laughs> like, what are we going to do? I didn't even have a brief moment where like my heart sunk and I was like, we just broke Cole's van. 
And uh, we get it out. Cole goes home because Cole had, or well, Cole had to go to work. Yeah, immediately and, afterwards. Yeah, immediately. I, I don't, I don't think Cole was late because he left. He was trying to leave early. Yeah. But I hadn't talked to Cole for a while. I was mad. I was like, "How could you do this to us?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm not forgiving this dude." And so, I get on Xbox after I think it had been like a day or two, maybe since I had like spoken to him, and I get in the Xbox party with him, and he goes, "What's up?" I'm like, "Cole." You can't just talk to me like that after what you've done. <laughs> like, I expected to get on Xbox and you'd be like, dude, I'm so sorry for leaving those ruts. Yeah. Like, I feel really bad. <laughs> I was like, Cole. He said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was no apology. Cole was just like, yeah, that sucks, doesn't it? Classic. What the heck? Oh, uh, I remember it, it took two days before my parents noticed the ruts. Yeah, didn't they Dad have to, like, fix in, it? Yeah, no, Dad came in and he said, which one of you did this? I said, actually, it was Cole. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not getting in trouble for this. That was, yeah, it was bad. And then me and Dad went outside, and we had to fill it in. Oh, but that reminds me. This isn't as long of a story, but Todd, when we got my truck stuck in the front yard. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I like, barely touched the gas, and it was just like. Have we ever uh, even told you that story, though? Yeah, I, I, I think we briefly like, remember it. it. Yeah, so basically, same thing. You know, uh, there's not a whole lot of room in our driveway. Like, usually, we can fit. Me, Todd, and my dad's truck in there, and my mom's car in the garage. But if I'm the last one in and I'm blocking the driveway, my dad can't get out for work. Yeah. So our driveway's on a hill, and there's a the uh, the hill next to our driveway. You know, it's it's a pretty s- steady slope. Like at one point when we were going around it, I was like, "What if the truck tips over and I flip <laughs> my truck in the front yard and have to bring my parents out and go?" I'll flip the truck. <laughs> In the front yard. It's it's pretty steep. But you can go around and get into our backyard and park the truck down at the shop. And uh, I was like, okay, we'll do that. So that way, you know, we don't have to move the truck in the morning for dad. I'm trying to do a nice thing. And um, we, we go around on the left side of the hill. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to turn a little bit so that way we don't flip. I, you know, turn us so that way we're not as much of a steep angle. And I'm going over the top of the hill and I get no traction. This is before I got my new tires, and my new tires, you know, aren't mud tires at all, but, you know, they have way, way more tread than what I was running, you know? Yeah. I had, like, a quarter inch of tread on my old tires, and these are actually really, I like these for a budget tire. Yeah. Yeah, Wrangler Fortitudes, I think. But either way, uh, we're pulling it around, and it starts sliding, and I go, oh, no. Because I'm thinking, I've already left a rut. I know my dad gets mad when we leave ruts in the yard. And so... I back it down into, like, the bottom of the hill, and I'm like, okay, I'll just gas it up the hill so I don't have to do this. But the more you press on the gas, the more my truck just peels out the front yard in the mud. <laughs> and so I, we keep doing that, and I, I try multiple angles. I'm like, okay, we'll get it turned around, and we'll go back up the way we came, which did not help at all. We left even deeper ruts, and it looked like a monster jam had taken place in our front yard. Like, a bunch <laughs> of 6 by 6 semi-trucks had run through. And so... That happens, and I'm like, okay, what do we do? And Todd's like, okay, get out. Let me drive. And Todd tries going up the hill, and I'm, I'm so worried about this that I'm standing behind my truck and trying to push it with all my might while Todd is trying to drive it up the hill. And there's one point where Todd goes up to the top of the hill, and it loses traction. He's rolling back down the hill, and I'm standing behind the truck trying to run to not get run over. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, what are we going to do? What? 
Yeah, I was standing behind, and it wasn't like I was about to get run over, but it was just kind of scary because the truck's rolling back, and I'm like, okay, I, I don't want to trip, because then that wouldn't be very good. Yeah, you know, that's I guess reasonable. I would still be fine. There's plenty of clearance under the truck, but still, that would be scary. And um, how did we even get it up, Todd? What did we do? Did we pull? It, we pulled, we, we ended up. up getting it back up the other way, right? Back up the way we came. Did we get it back up the way we came? Did it just go silent yeah. or did? Okay, yeah. Oh, sorry, I had my mic away from me. I was eating, uh, I was eating some Pringles. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't want the ASMR. But yeah, we ended up getting it back up. It was just scary trying to drive the truck around the hill and then leaving massive ruts in the yard. Yeah. Did mom and dad ever even notice, Todd? Did we ever even get in trouble it for that? It is like forever. Oh, it was like, like two week, weeks man. went by and dad went to go mow the front yard. And everything already had grass growing in it. And he was like, really? We are like, sorry, we were trying to get the truck around. And you could not, you, if, if they would have seen it, like, within the first week they were there. It Once again, it looked like World War Trenches. Yeah. Trench warfare. The trenches right? are still there, kind of, aren't they? Like, they're still I have not checked on them recently, but I think there's, at least now, there's little strips of dirt where there's yeah. no grass. Yeah. Same thing where Cole was and same thing where we were. But I, in the, in the, the spot where I got my truck stuck. Oh, yeah. That that all has grass on it now. You can't see that. Uh, this is a random story, but I just thought about it. Um, so we do, like, Thanksgiving with uh, my mom's side. We go camping. Mm -hmm. Like, the first year we went camping, we kind of did, like, a uh, um, kind of like at a, you know, the Jellystone Parks, like, Yogi Bear Parks mm -hmm. or whatever. We did one of those because, uh, you know, my uh, cousin had just had a baby. And mm -hmm. uh, we decided we'd go somewhere kid-friendly. So we go to this... Mm -hmm. uh, Jellystone Park, and uh, I think it was in Waller, maybe. Could be wrong. Mm -hmm. But we decided to go. And, uh, you know, I normally hang out with my uh, cousin Andrew, who's only a year older than me, uh, which you guys know Andrew. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so this is maybe, I want to say three years ago. So we're camping, and uh, they have bathhouses there, which he, they were tent camping. I think we were in, like, a, uh, a cargo trailer camp con like a camp convert camper convert like we converted into hey, can a camper. You the story i'm gonna go to the bathroom i'll mute my mic okay uh so we decide to uh me and andrew are gonna go shower in the morning and we go to shower you know we we go in the different bathhouses sections i guess and i lock my door well andrew's in the one right next to me and i just hear a blood curdling scream and i'm like mm. oh shoot so i get out and uh you know i just taking all my clothes off, so I, like, put shorts back on and put a t-shirt back on. I, like, walk out, and I'm like, you all right? And he opens his door, and he's like, the biggest turd I've ever seen is on the shower floor. And I was like, excuse what me? Mean? I was like, you excuse just... What? Just pooped? See, I thought he had, like, taken a turd as a joke, and I was like, you just poop on the floor? And he was like, no. And I was like, well, is it like a raccoon poop? Or he's like, no. There is a human turd on the shower floor in this bath, in this, like, shower room. And I was like, okay. So, of course, I don't believe him. Like, I think he's trying to pull a joke on me. I walk in, and I'm not kidding you. A foot-long turd <laughs> it was on top of the drain in this shower. Damn. And it's just sitting there. And I'm like, yep, that's, that's a whole turd. So we ended up, like, having to, like, uh, wait to shower and then from then on we went to a complete opposite place to shower over the uh the rest of the week weekend because 
he was afraid that there was going to be a turd in the shower again. I'm sorry? Hmm. Andrew found a turd, turd in the shower. In the shower story. At his house? No, 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 at a uh, camp resort. Okay. Yogi Bear. Yeah, Jellystone. In Waller. Uh, at the Yogi Bear? Yeah, yeah, in the shower room. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty interesting. What year was it? Didn't we have two consecutive years at church camp that someone pooped in the shower? Um, I don't remember if anybody pooped in the shower. I remember... There was one year that a lot of things about that bathhouse. I remember one time I was in the shower and Colt decided he'd come in the shower with me and pee, oh, on, pee on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you remember when we got the new bathhouse and the shower drains were like plugged or something? Yeah, the shower drains were plugged. And so it's like, what is it? It's like, is that 10 showers? How many showers are there? Yeah, I want to say it's one, about so there's like eight 10 to 12. 10? Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. One, I'm going to say there's 10, right? So there's... There's ten shower stalls all next to each other, and this yeah. is our church camp bathhouse. The boys get a bathhouse near their cabins. Most of our church camp is outdoor. We stay in these cabins, and the girls' cabins have bathrooms in them, so the girls don't have to go anywhere. But the boys have a communal bathhouse. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty all... gross. How many boys are there usually? There's like oh hundreds, at hundreds, least two to three hundred. At boys. least two hundred, at the at the yeah. least. Two to three hundred boys share this bathhouse, except for the youngest boys' cabin. Uh, they have a newer cabin. They have their own bathroom. So there's ten of these shower stalls all next to each other. And the bathhouse had gotten redone, and me and Joe have been going to this church camp forever. So has Todd. And um, it's always been this same bathhouse, and we got it redone. It was super nice. It still is super nice. Yeah, it's great. I think it's been like, it's been like three years. It's super nice. And um, – the showers are nice because, you know, the pressure works and everything now, and everybody can shower properly. But the thing is, the drains somewhere along the way had gotten clogged. And it's not an individual drain for every shower. There is a I swear, little... one of them got clogged with feces. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure one did. But the thing is, there's a trough that lines the bottom of all these showers. Not... And that runs through everyone's feet. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like a trough. trough. It's like a... But... Like a... Rectangular drain that goes around. It's angled. Yeah. yeah. It's angled, and there's a little grate in the middle of the shower. It's a big strip of grate that runs through all the showers that it drains through. And so everybody's water flows through there, and that's not a problem, right? You never get anybody's water. Except <laughs> for when the drain is clogged. Like, I'm talking, so, the whole place smelled like musty the whole place old men. smelling bad. Everybody looks down and starts realizing that the water is rising. This is a drowning threat. We're going to need to evacuate the building, right? Yeah. And so at first, I think the first couple times it happened, like it kind of just like pulled up a little bit, and it got worse as the nights went on. Like I guess everybody's like body hair collected in the drain or something. It was so bad. But it got to the point where like, you know, most fellas, most fellas will drop a nice relaxing pee in the shower, right? That goes straight down the drain. No one has to worry about it. Yeah, except, except for when <laughs> there's eight inches of standing water like in your like underneath your feet, right? Yeah. And everybody is standing in a wide stance, so as they're standing over this river of shower pee water and it's just so bad. Like I'm you try not to slip in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's trying to shower without slipping. And yeah. the more people there are showering like consistently, the wider you have to stand to avoid the pee river. It, it got to the point where you could hear someone pee over the yeah, shower. You could hear someone pee. It was like a communal long bathtub. Yeah. Except no one wanted to be in the bathtub. 
at, at one point, uh, I heard someone peeing, and I started screaming. Well, uh, one of our friends, Conager, goes and grabs a broom. He was two years in a row. Yeah, he got so mad. We do this thing where we like pass the broom over the showers. I don't know, it's just stupid fun. But he got so mad and he thought it was me that he grabs this broom and I guess he like got up on a bench on the wall so he could see me and <laughs> speared me in the head with this broom. And I'm just like I'm just like holding my head, like my foot slipped in the pee water and I'm just like, mm. Oh my gosh. I'm like, why? I know you're peeing in there. I promise I didn't pee. But yeah, it was it was it was a pretty uh dangerous year of church camp. The broom is super fun. Yeah, yeah the broom was fun. Lie. Uh so, here's another story about our church camp. Uh, there's this guy. We'll call him. Um, uh, what are we gonna call him? We'll call Hang him on. Sniper. I got it. What's that guy? Uh, the guy? Who is Sniper? The uh, Joe. The old man. Oh, uh, Quagmire. No, there's a rapey old man. Quagmire, I think. <laughs> no, the uh, the no, one likes Chris. Talking... Is that the one that has the lisp or whatever? Who are we talking about? I don't know. I don't watch Family Guy. I don't know. We'll call him... Uh, what, do you, what do you want to call him, Todd? Uh, who are we talking about? Can you describe him to me in a way that I'll know? Real mean yes. counselor. Counselor. Uh, uh, y- not youngest boys, but... My... Uh, well, I don't want to call him because that's got his Rapey real name in it. person on... No. <laughs> let's call him... Let's call him uh, Sniper. We're just going to call him Sniper. Okay. Uh, he had another oh, name. I that's... know who yeah, he's yeah, yeah. talking about. So, this yeah. year... Okay, yeah, I don't know where he's from. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, good old sniper. I know where he's from, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Can we not call him his, his name? Herbert. Herbert the pervert. Okay, he's Herbert. Let's call him Herbert. Sniper uh, Herbert? Yeah, Sniper Herbert. Um, Herbert. Was a very... He was a nice guy, but he didn't have a great relationship with the little kids that he was in their cabin. If he was in an older cabin, I think it would have been fine. But... Little kids, like most little kids, tend to make him a little mad sometimes. So uh, we we go and take uh, group poops in the uh, bathhouse. I know it sounds a little gay, but uh, it's uh, it's for protection primarily because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, that's a dangerous place in there. Uh, not that anything bad's going to happen. It's just, you know, we all go in there at the same time. Uh, so like four of us decide, okay, we're going to take group poop. So we go in this bathhouse and uh, – I walk in and there's a uh, stall with no door on it. So me and Aaron have to sit out while uh, our buddy Mason and I don't remember. I oh, think it was geez. Nick was pooping. Did Mason and Nick get yelled at. Nick, yeah, Nick Mason. got yelled at. No, it was Mason. No, Mason got yelled at. It but, was definitely Mason. Yeah. So we're sitting there and what? Uh, here, hold on, just just wait. I'm getting there. <clears throat> but we're sitting there, and I sit down on this bench and there's this little kid sitting next to me and I'm like, uh, I'm like, you waiting to poop? Because they just cut in front of you, and he's like, no, 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 I'm not waiting. I was like, okay. So I'm just trying to figure out why this kid's sitting in the bathroom. I'm like, did you break the door off the stall? And he was like, well. And then he stops talking. And I turn to the left, and Sniper Herbert has walked in this uh, bathhouse. And I'm like, oh, shoot, this poor kid. (laughs) He's about to do his his job. Yeah, well, it's just, like, kind of silent. And then uh, I hear... He, like, I watch him, and I'm just like, what's he doing? And he, like, walks up to Mason's stall. And he starts banging on the stall, and he's like, hey, I need you to hurry up in there. And Mason, which, Mason is a very respectful guy, 
but he didn't know who was on the other side of the stall. He thought it was somebody completely different. He thought it was another counselor that we always mess with. And uh, he goes, oh, yeah, it's, I'm just trying to crap, so if you could uh, calm yourself, he's like, it'll be all right. And the guy was like, no, you don't understand. I need in there. And Mason was like, well, I need this stuff out of me, so, like, let me poop, and then you can come back in here. And the guy was like, just hurry up and wipe. And, like, he – the Sniper Herbert just starts yelling at Mason. Well, Mason, still thinking. Wait, no, I'm pretty sure by then Mason realized it was someone else. No, Mason did not know because he still thought it was Ricky. And Mason goes, like, no, till he got back in the cabin, right? Yeah, yeah, he had no clue. Like, Mason starts, was it Ricky? Yeah, Mason starts screaming at this dude and making like the most in like. The most brain dead noises, like he's just going, and then, like a little kid. And this guy's like, "Hey, I'm not playing around anymore." And he's like, "Well, neither am I. I'm crapping." So, me and me and Aaron look at each other, and we're like, "Okay, we gotta go." So me and Aaron left, and we're just sitting in the cabin. We're like, "Oh crap! Oh crap!" Because we're just waiting for Mason's getting killed. Yeah. And so Mason and Nick come back to the cabin like nothing happened, and I'm like, "Dude, did Sniper Herbert get a hold of you?" And he was like, what? And I'm like, did Sniper Herbert, did he, like, get on to you for yelling at him like that? And Mason was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, when you went, at Sniper Herbert. And he was like, dude, that wasn't Ricky. <laughs> and so we look back outside, and Sniper Herbert has pulled across, or pulled, like, another kid to the side who he thought was screaming at him. <laughs> In the bathroom, and the doors were not the doors were not open what? in our cabin. Like doors weren't open, windows weren't open, and you can hear Sniper Herbert yelling at this kid. Why are you yelling at me when I'm trying to talk to you? I know you broke that bathroom door. And and we were just like, oh my gosh. And we said it, Dexter. Who is that? Yeah. So our other counselor went out there and like tried to calm him down. It was just insane. Like, yeah, it was going off in this little kid. And this little kid is like 10, 12. Yeah, like, had no. The youngest boys that camp with yeah. us. Yeah. Well, not the youngest, the second youngest. Yeah, but still. Yeah, second He's like super young, like and maybe fifth grade. That was. I think that's when he earned the name uh, Sniper Herbert because I think Nick said he looked like a war veteran or something. Well, I think he, he was. was. Like, I think he was. Yeah. But. Nick said it seemed like he was having, like, PTSD flashbacks yeah, or something. Yeah, of, like, <laughs> somebody like breaking dying. the stall door in Vietnam or and something. And so, <laughs> it, was, it was a running joke for the rest of the week at camp, like, Get down! Sniper Herbert! He's in the trees! <laughs> yeah. And, like, he never caught on, and, like, I'm glad he... never he... caught on, but we would, we would do it in a way that he could totally hear us. And if, yeah. he knew, if he knew what we were talking about, we would have been in trouble. Because, like, he would be eating lunch at, like, the table across from us, and everybody would be like... Yo, look at Sniper Herbert. Munching down that bread pudding. <laughs> that bread pudding must be good. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it was so obvious. That, and, you know, at the end of the week, he was like, hey, he, like, apparently told Mason, like, hey, you you were a really responsible kid at camp, and, like, I'm glad you're here. You're a great leader and everything. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, I'm, we're up. all just sitting there, and we're like, this guy has no clue, dude. <laughs> but, oh, dude, yeah. that was so weird. Yeah, it was it was a little intense. What that was like one of the things I remember the most from last year at camp. What was something else that happened? Uh, we stole the flags again. Yeah, stole the flags. We have a tradition. 
I guess, didn't Andrew and Graham start the tradition? Yeah. Were you in that, yeah. Todd? You stole the first flags, too, didn't you? Yeah. I can't remember yeah, how that... Todd started it yeah. all. Todd left a legacy, so... Yeah. No. Throughout the week at church camp, we... Um, I feel like that's something... No, didn't Colin and Banks start that? Oh, uh, it might have been them, too. I don't yeah, know. I don't we'll remember. say it was them for the sake of it. We'll say Colin and Banks started it, and then Todd and Graham carried it on. And then we carried it on. Yeah. And, um... So everybody is assigned to a sports team. The younger kids, all the junior campers, uh, are divided among four teams. Who? What is it? Mites, fleas, ticks, and chiggers. Yep. The dumbest names ever, and they've never changed, but everybody loves it. And then all the senior campers, who is anybody in high school or up? Or no, we count junior high, don't we? Junior uh, high. No, it's campers. fresh. Oh yeah, eighth grade. Eighth it's grade. Eighth up. grade. Yeah. So all the senior campers, who is eighth grade to. Uh, just now graduated. Yeah. Um, we get to come up with our own names, and so there's one day during camp that we make our team flags, and everybody signs. First them. night, yeah, we do like team meeting, and you make your flag. I think. And so, it's been tradition ever since, let's just say, Colin and Banks did it since they started it, that they sneak into the uh, the mess hall, and the cafeterias hang from like the 20 foot rafters in the mess hall. Yeah. And you can you can kind of reach them if you get up on the tables. And they—I don't know if they took all of them the first time, but the way we did it was we took them one by one. I think they took. Uh, they didn't they take the uh, they they took one team. I don't remember what team it was. But yeah, it was just like their rivals. Team. Oh, chicken snakes. Mm-hmm. It was chicken snakes. Yeah. So yeah, they they steal the flags. And yeah, this year, uh, me, Joe, Andrew, Mason, Mason, Nick. Nick. Yeah. We stole all the little kids' flags and our own flags, right? Or no, yeah. Did we touch the little kids' flags? Oh, yeah, and we put them in our <laughs> yeah, counselor's bed. We really touched those. Yeah, we put them in our counselor's bed, and uh, there were no repercussions because I, it's become an actual tradition. Yeah. Like, I think – I remember the first time counselors got mad that the flags were gone. Oh, they were – some of them were mad this year, but they, they know they can't find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one's hanging up in Cole's bedroom. Yeah, one's in my laundry room. Uh, I remember we put those, we put all the junior camper flags in our OC. So there's an OC counselor every year. He comes from Oklahoma Christian, and he stays with the youngest, uh, the oldest boys. And there's an OC women's counselor who comes and stays with the oldest girls. Well, every year we kind of make it a tradition to try to haze our OC counselor, and if they can take it, then they're like, you know, they hang out with us for the rest of the week, and we which like has become never good happened. Buds. They yeah, never, we've never, never become friends it, right? with an OC counselor ever. Like, but... and, well, also we've never like had the OC counselor in our cabin. Yeah, this is our first time actually having them in our cabin in the oldest yeah. boys' cabin. But like before, we've been like everybody's been like, yeah, they're kind of cool, and like I have most of them on social media and stuff. Yeah, so do I. But, but this this year was a record. So this guy, his name is Ian, has the audacity to show up in our cabin. So we walk in. On the in. first day, yeah. Yeah. He says, hey, boys, I'm going to be your counselor. Yeah, and we're like, oh, okay, We Ian. said, okay. <laughs> we said, okay, Ian. And then we told him that we'd been here a long time. He's like, okay, so you guys will be showing me the ropes. Oh, we said, showed yeah. him the ropes. <laughs> we showed him all the ropes. Yeah, but it was, and... like, basically our goal to haze him. So, like, any time our actual counselor wasn't in the cabin, it was just get in, get in, get in. Well, you know, he, you know, after like the first night, we kept him up till about two in the morning, just cracking jokes, <laughs> like, you know, you know, not just, just making jokes about him. And you know? m- most counselors who have been here forever, they're like, boys go to sleep. Yeah. And like, um, and like, they'll start, you know, 
they'll use their authority, so we shut up and go to bed, and everybody, and nobody ever goes to bed, but everybody gets quieter, so the counselors can sleep. Yeah, but, but most OC counselors. The first couple nights, Dexter was not in the cabin the first couple of nights. Do you remember that? Yeah, something Dexter was going on late. or something. Yeah, there was something going on. I think he was studying counselors. for a kid that wanted to be baptized. I think so. So, it was just the boys and good old Shmian, okay? <laughs> first night, one for the books. We initiate this man, and the worst Ian ever said was, boys, go to sleep. Yeah. No, Ian. <laughs> yeah. About after the first night, we kind of broke him, which was, like, insane, because we've never broke... We a... never done Yeah, we've, we've never, never broke a counselor. Especially an OC counselor. Like, they normally are just like, ah, oh, these kids are annoying, we're almost the same age as them, I'm not going to talk to them anymore. Mm-hmm. But and so that happened, and I think everybody started to feel bad throughout the second day. Everybody was like, "Ah, oh, what if we're like overloading him?" And mm, yeah, a little bit. But then we got right back. A into little bit. It. We were just starting to think, and then we start talking to him all day. And then, you know, second day was about the same thing. We're still like getting to know him and talking to him. By the third day, we've all become best friends with him. We're all cuddling in bed late at night. Eight boys. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like our joke was to like, you know, we're like, ah. Uh, we're going to get Ian in trouble for, like, relationships with the <laughs> yeah. younger boys. Like, as a joke. Like, we're not gay, I promise. But, you know, it was a big joke. And so, at one point, he, like, left the cabin. And, you know, we all sleep. It's it's hot in our cabin. So, we, like, you know, we sleep in underwear like real men, you know. So, we all got in his like bed. Like, little boys. This little twin bed. We, we like, I, Didn't we have, like, six people? <laughs> yeah, there was, like, six people bed. in this one twin. On one level of yeah. bed. And he walks in. And we're all, like, you know, doing the like sexy paint me uh paint me paint me like one of your yeah. French girls Ian and he walks in and he's like oh no and so he gets up on our bed which that was the big mistake because we have yes. four well, bunk beds saying, on the top Ian come sleep in our bed Ian if we're good will you come sleep in our bed yeah and he he makes the mistake of getting up top in the top bunks and we're like mm this man just made a mistake. <laughs> so all six Everybody of us, like tackling this guy. I mean, and he's just like, no, stop. I could go to jail. And he, he like eventually gets off. But yeah, it was funny. And then, so I think the next night we got those, uh, or the next day we got those uh, flags, the junior camper flags, which it's mm -hmm. like third grade up. So, you know, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, to have those flags in your bed with you. So he stuffed them at the bottom of his sleeping bag. Well, he's like, boys, what did you put in my sleeping bag when he lays in it? And we're like, what, what are you talking about, Ian? And he's like, no, there's something in my sleeping bag. And I'm like, hmm. Like, go ahead and look, Ian. Yeah, so he pulls them out. Yeah, at first we were like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he said, okay, Ian, go ahead and look. Yeah, because he, he's afraid to pull them out. Like, he gets out of the sleeping bag. So my dad's the director of our camp. And so I'm like, oh, I'm about to prank this guy hard. Well, he starts to pull out junior camper flags out of his sleeping bag. So I immediately FaceTime my dad. And I, like, get down there, and I'm, like, show, I'm like, like not saying anything, showing, like, the camera to my dad. And my dad's like, Ian, what you got there? And Ian's like, oh. And my dad's like, were you sleeping with the junior camper flags? And Ian was like, no, <laughs> no, sir, no. <laughs> and so, like, my dad even got in on the hazing, and he's just like, hmm, looks to me like you're sleeping with the junior camper flags. And Ian was just like, bright red face, and he's just like, oh, no, uh, I think they uh, put them in here. And finally, Ian was just like, yep, I'm sleeping with the junior camper flags. Yeah, I, yep. So, yeah, that was, that was like, 
one of the big things mm-hmm. that finally took him over the edge, like two nights before camp ended. So nice, pretty, pretty good. No, times. but that is the best. And and we've kept in touch with him since. Oh yeah. And, uh, we're we're actually genuinely invited to this man's wedding, although he lives 12, 16 hours away. Yeah, and the wedding's in Nebraska. <laughs> the wedding's in Nebraska. We all live down in Texas. Yes. Yeah, so. Good guy. We'll make it happen. Todd, do you have anything you want to say on the podcast, man? It's been a little quiet today. I don't think I need to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to say, huh? Nope. Not bad. Not so, bad. Uh, are you guys like? Do you want to go back to school or like? See, kinda... okay. Yes. Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to go to college. Go to college, man. Move the mic, Todd. You're breathing in it now. Um. Yeah. See, at first I was like, oh, I really want to go back. You know, end of my junior year, about to have you know the summer before our senior years. Yeah, it's supposed That's to be like the best the times last, of our lives. Last right big now. one. Yeah. And now I can't do that, but it's like, I know we're not going to get to go back to school. So at this point, I'm hoping school gets out so I can start working a job all pretty close to full-time. Yeah. You know, I'll work like low full-time hours. And then I can get some money because, um, like any good Texas boy, I want to lift my truck. Um, Nothing unreasonable. I'm just kidding. My truck is... um, I, just, I drive a 04 Silverado. Unfortunately, it's not a Z71. I don't have any cool four-wheel drive or anything. <laughs> just rear wheel. So I'm trying to make the best of it. Yeah. And um, it is the rear is two inches higher than the back, and I already have a one-inch block for the back that I don't use, but we still have them. So that would put the back at three inches uh, ahead of the front, and then I can just order three-inch spindles for the front, and they'll both be even at three inches, which I think is a decent lift. Because, you know, I think I've, I've said this before that I think the Cat Eye Silverados don't look too great with, like, a huge lift on them. Unless you're going for, like, a show truck look where you do, like, huge wheels and all that crazy stuff. Yeah. But I just want, like, a decently aggressive look. I just want the lift and all that. So that's why I want to start working. I can get, you know, some stuff for my truck. What's your, like, ideal place get... to work at at high school? In high school. Okay. Easy peasy, H-E-B, they're hiring like crazy because of this stuff, you know? Yeah. That's where I really want to work, and it's uh, there's one super close to my house in my town, and they start at a pretty decent wage. The least I know they start at is 10, which is super good Yeah, H-E-B in high school. Yeah, H-E-B pays pretty well, and uh, it's a, if you don't know what H-E-B is, it's a uh, uh, Texas grocery store. It's, it's like, uh, yeah, I guess. It's yeah, like I mean, a Walmart on right, crack. Yeah. Walmart on crack, Texas edition. Not as high um, as Costco or Sam's, but it's not it's like up Costco there. or anything. Yeah. It's like if you took Walmart, made it Texan, and then Great Value becomes the H E B brand. Yeah, so like H E B it brings all sorts of like Texas like uh Food, People from like, Texas who are listening to this right now are like, shut up. Yeah. No one cares about H-E-B. No, 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 man. Everybody loves H-E-B, man. Uh, Everybody they, loves H-E-B. Yeah. They bring in, like, uh, Texas products, like uh, IPAs, um, like, Texas-grown stuff, like, you know, stuff like that, just to, you know, provide back to Texas. It's H-E-B all, like, about keeping... Texas toast? Yes, dude. That's the best. Their tortillas, bomb. Their tortillas? 
uh, all the bigger HEBs, uh, the big HEBs are called HEB Plus, which is pretty they stupid, sell clothes. not going to lie. They sell clothes, they sell electronics, some of them. Uh, the one in our town is the smaller HEB, but it, it has a, uh, it's got a little sushi outlet, which is pretty dope. Yeah, hey, did and you know that, like, all that cool stuff. Kroger sushi places are actually bomb? Kroger sushi places? They make it in front of you. Okay, our Kroger doesn't have that, I don't think. Ours in College Station does, and it's super nice. Like, the Kroger itself is not the nicest, but, like, there's, like, a little lady. It, she like sits there. It makes sushi staff. right in front of you. It's pretty cool. There's a Starbucks in it. Oh, that's cool. Well, it's, I don't know if it's an actual Starbucks or not. Mm -hmm. There's a... I think it's kind of funny. Our, our town just built a, a brand new KFC. And then like a week afterwards, all the coronavirus stuff happened. <laughs> yeah. So the city is like a million down in money. Little callback. What is the biggest thing you're missing right now? Uh, Just like from school or just from like life before just corona? Just life before corona. Okay, so... I would say the social interaction at school. Mm -hmm. um, I interact with all like all of my actual friends, you know, like you guys, obviously. Yeah. And then like Cole and all them, uh, all all my like real, all my good close friends. I I always interact with them no matter what, because you know we all play games together and stuff. Yeah. But what I what I do miss is all the people that I'm like mutual friends with, and just making people laugh all the time. Cause, yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know, just having all that interaction and like feeling like you kind of you know like you have a a purpose to get up, you know, like, you hate going to school, but you're like, oh, I'll, I'll see all these people that I know. Yeah, it's like you can't have a me. job, so it's like, yeah, this is what I do. Mm -hmm. but what about you, Todd? Making more money, is that what you miss? Yeah. You just miss, yeah. I, I bet you miss, like, do you, do you, like, miss, like, is work weird, like, do you interact with people as much outside of work? Customers and what was the question again? You uh, like, do you miss interacting with customers in shop and? Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. And also, I was gonna say before all this happened, you were getting to hang out with the work boys quite a bit. That seemed like a lot of fun. Yeah. So like, that's one thing I liked. Explain like what you do, I guess. Like at work. Let me take a drink real quick. <laughs> he has to prepare himself for this, this speech. He's about to get into a spiel. <clears throat> I, Todd, work for. <laughs> I produce copious amounts of methamphetamine. That is about it. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> what? Okay. What do you do for work, Todd? So, Todd is a fabricator. <laughs> Go ahead, Todd. You can you can speak whenever you want. Aaron, I think you have him dead right now. I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I can hear okay. him laughing from his room. Okay. Yeah, Todd's a, Todd's a fabricator for a metal company, and he, he does computer stuff and takes orders and uh, lets people know about what's in stock and the stuff they can order. 
I think the biggest thing that I miss right now is probably I just like going to the movies a lot. See like that's my like girlfriend. Yeah, no, I still see her. Oh uh, my gosh, there's always that guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that guy is Joe. I miss my no one ever no. misses Only their I girlfriend. Can hang out with my girlfriend. No, 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 no. I still see her all the time. Uh, I miss going yeah. to the movies. I miss going to the movies. No, ever since this happened, I was like, dude, you know what? It'd be so much fun to go to it like a drive-in movie right now. Yeah, like I wish drive-ins were still a thing. I and I feel like there there should be somewhere they come open because there'd be a good business for that. All the cars yeah. are like over fifteen feet apart. Yeah. But you know. Movies, biggest thing for me, I'm a movie fanatic. I go to the movies at least two or three times a month, so. It's a huge thing. Uh, you know, all that talk about camp, it made me uh, remember something the other day. Apparently, so we have a Central Texas Christian Camp website. And uh, apparently the other day, the company that's ran through or whatever somehow mislinked it to a... <laughs> Viagra website. Um, so for like, I don't know how long it was, but my mom kept going to the website, which my dad's the director, so we constantly are updating that website. She kept going to the mm -hmm. website, and it was just pulling up like Viagra, and she was like, okay. Oh, what is this? <laughs> but, yeah. So, it's been, it's been crazy the past few weeks, and like not seeing people, and you know, there's so much stuff I wanted to do before the, before the school year ended. Maybe pull a few pranks or, you know. Yeah, I, I wanted to, I don't know, have like a fun into the year. Yeah. And I don't dislike school. All my teachers are pretty cool, you know. Oh, yeah. And like but... being in theater and stuff, you know, like classes like that, like band and theater where, you know, you have that teacher all throughout your high school career. Yeah, I definitely like miss that. being miss, able to come down and see y'all. director. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, the boys. Yeah. And then I miss, uh, uh, obviously my friends. Uh, I miss, uh, like, you know, going to their houses and like hanging out and stuff. Because, mm -hmm. you know, it's weird. We're social distancing. And even though there's like a 10 person limit, you're still like, I, I shouldn't go over there. Like, you know, I can't, yeah. I can't really do that now. So it kind of sucks. But, yeah. Like, you know, like you could, you could. Yeah. Um, but we couldn't do anything. Yeah, you, you just sit, you're doing the same thing you do when you go home. Like, you're just sitting there. Yeah. Which, I guess, gets boring. Yeah. I mean, it does get boring. But it's kind of just like being in the summer. I guess, you know, you do have a little bit more to do. But usually in the summer, you know, you go places and you hang out with people when you're bored. Yeah. Todd, has, like, so do you also have customers coming in every day, or is it, like? No, no, no. No customers actually come in. No, not anymore. Yeah, they all order stuff over the phone, and then they just pull down to the shop. So you don't have any interaction with them at all anymore? No, I still have, uh... Except for over the phone. Over the phone and through my email. Oh, okay. So, do you kind of, like... I guess, do you kind of, like, miss the way things were going before? Or has it just yeah, been a little bit kinda, of a change? but I kind of like it, too. You kind of like being like away from them in awkward situations. Like from and like stuff. the customers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, kind of. Do you miss that extra hour of work? Or are you glad you're getting to come home, even though you're not making as much money? I'm kind of glad I'm 
able to come home early, but I don't know. I would like an extra hour. Oh. Yeah. So are you planning on like buying a boat still, or? Mm, yeah, so what is your order? Todd, Todd has this right now. of things to buy. It is a house, a boat, and a Jeep Cherokee XJ. Yeah, he's got like a he's got like a list going. And that's he needs his house to live in. He needs his Jeep to drive, even though he has a truck, but he needs the Jeep for the trifecta of a good a nice dream vehicle because they really are they're really nice, you know, it's not an expensive vehicle. Yeah, and it's just like a little toy. They look nice, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of like your little toy vehicle. Yeah. It could even be like a project car, you know, to whatever extent. And then he's got to get the, the, the boat to pull around with the XJ. It's like the perfect mm-hmm. trifecta. That's the trifecta of happiness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... yeah alright, I think it's time to wrap this up. Uh... Yeah, I'd say go ahead and wrap it up. It, this was actually pretty fun. I yeah, don't know it was. that we have a whole lot to talk about. Right. Than your mic once again. Um, <laughs> we'll have to get talk, we'll have to buy like a. Uh, Thank you, Todd. We'll have to buy like a spacer that he like glues to his face, <laughs> the mic a certain distance away. Uh, like I said before, uh, eventually we will get into webcams. Hopefully, uh, we want to do some gameplay for you guys. Uh, you know, we're not gonna beg for you to like and subscribe, but hey. Uh, you know, if you want to go like and subscribe. But... Yeah, and since since this is our first episode, you know, if anybody sees this, which you know, very first episode, maybe not like the craziest thing of anybody seeing. Um, yeah. I'm sure the most that anybody will see this is like people from school, because I'll go plug this on my social media and stuff yeah. when it's out. But uh, we, we're gonna get a new logo in the next few weeks. That's exciting. Yes. Um, yeah, just it would be very kind of you if you uh, have listened to the end, which is actually pretty cool. Or the middle, did. or the beginning. Or that, yeah, if you listen to the beginning, if you even clicked on it, but yeah, if anybody listened to it all the way through, just uh, click down and leave a little comment, tell us what you think. If it was bad, tell us why you thought it was bad. Uh, if you just want to tell us it was bad and not tell us why, that's all right. Uh, that's cool too. Any comment is a comment. But yeah, it was super fun, and uh, I was also thinking, uh, it's not an official thing yet, but uh, we also, I was thinking, like I said, I was thinking, uh, about doing stream highlight clips like we'll do these we'll upload these full episodes and then i was thinking like you know some of the stories we told joe we can edit out and upload as their own clips yeah just to show like the the good parts of the episode just in case people want to drop in and catch one of the stories and not yeah. listen to the whole thing but yeah it was it was actually really fun like I little shorts it. uh if you if you liked it you leave a comment if you didn't like it leave a comment uh like it we don't care do what you want uh, <laughs> it's not gonna hurt us either way like it go die in a hole <laughs> but uh yeah it was great sitting here for an hour and you know uh 15 minutes talking to you guys so pretty awesome yep all right um all right bye we'll everybody catch you on the next one see you next tuesday whenever that is see ya